This is the story of a king, a king like no other king to ever rule the earth. The great mystery before us. What, what kind, kind of king would give up his throne? Come for his people lost and alone. What kind of king would give everything? Save all his own and life to them Send a redeemer, you can take him at his word. You do not need to spend time worrying about the outcome. You do not need to give up hope. You do not need to question his plans and purpose. When God makes a promise, you need to prepare the way. When God makes a promise, you better get ready.
prepared or not, God's timetable was controlling the convergence of every aspect and participant of the birth of Jesus. The plans set in place from the foundation of the earth were about to come to fruition. The promises set forth by the ancient prophets were about to be fulfilled. The centuries of prayers and sacrifices were about to be answered. The waiting and wondering, the doubts and fears were about to end. This is the way God gave his son to the world. Holy Deo Gloria, to God Brilliant alone be the Lord. Brilliant light in the desert sky. Overhead heaven's angels fly. Praising God for Messiah's birth. Peace and joy now we send to earth. Gloria, Sole Deo Gloria, God alone is worthy of our praise. Gloria, unto us a child is born. Praise the King, He holds.
not since God spoke the worlds into being had something so monumental occurred as the events unfolding in Bethlehem on the eve of Christ. Only Father and Son understand the significance and consequence of this day as the universe gives silent testimony to the power of the Almighty. A new star appears in the evening sky over the land that will forever be known as Holy. As angels depart heaven for earth, as the magi journey ever closer to the one they seek, as shepherds on the hillsides just beyond the ancient city of David experience their last few moments of sleep, in an instant, in a twinkling of an eye, the world is changed forever. This change is not announced by an earthquake or by lightning strike, no great explosion or storm. It is heralded by the voice that spoke the worlds into being. Only on this holy night, that voice breaks through the silence in the cry of a newborn baby. God so loved the world that he gave his only son.
though only a chosen few were involved in the miracle unfolding on that first Christmas, it wasn't long before the word began to spread that something wonderful had occurred. Rejoicing shepherds running through the streets in the middle of the night must have been quite a spectacle. The joy continues from the streets to the countryside, from the valley to the mountain. Let all creation proclaim the good news. Emmanuel has come. are on the mountains just yet. But right now, we get to share that that peace that only Christ can bring, that that joy that only He can bring with with one another. We need each other. I was listening to a CD just this week. You know how many neurons and synapses fire off simply when we touch one another and shake their hand? When we embrace, it's how God created us. And now we get to share just a taste, practice, sharing that joy and that peace. That, don't worry, in a little bit you'll get to go to the mountains and the valleys. I know you want to go, but we're not done yet. Let us stand. Let us share the peace and the joy of Christ with one another.
It is the gift of the wise to observe the extraordinary in the ordinary, to look at what others look at and see what no one else sees. So it is with the Magi, the Christmas story. Although the natal star of Jesus was on full display, it was these rulers who understood the significance of the miraculous sign in the heavens. And as wisdom would dictate, they came seeking. We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we traverse afar Field and fountain, moor and mountain Following yonder Just as those wise men traveled from the east to come to worship the Christ, we come this morning. We invite you now to sing. Stand together, join in this medley of familiar carols with us as we continue to celebrate the, the risen Lord, the, born, the child born for us, that he might die and give us all. Let's sing together as we celebrate the joy. Shepherds kept their watching or silent flocks by night. Behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills and Savior. 
we are not certain of the minute-by-minute unfolding of the Incarnation. The narrative of the New Testament account gives us just a glimpse, an intriguing and compelling partial mosaic of the birth of Jesus. The different viewpoints of the chronology or timing of events are overshadowed by the all-consuming truth of what occurred and what became of that holy child. This is the testimony left to us by those who encountered the Master. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The word became flesh and made his home among us. We were finally allowed to gaze upon the glory of the Lord, and once we beheld his glory, we could hardly look away.
it was his mind that births creation through intelligent design. His word that placed the heavens, set in motion space and time. It was his hands that sculpted mountains, forests, rivers, lands, and seas. It was his spirit that breathed life into every creature there would be. But it was the heart of the Father, his great love for everyone, that would cause the God of heaven to send his only Son to this world he had created to restore what he had lost. Only love could write this story. Only love could pay this cost. Only love could write this story. Only grace could come to make it true. Only heaven's lamb of glory could pay the price that's due for me and you. The peace that comes from measure, only God's most precious treasure, only joy that comes to earth, only son of matchless worth. Only love.
As I came in early this morning into the sanctuary, the, the prayers of Paul for the church at Ephesus kept going through my mind. And if you look at the first chapter of Ephesians or the third chapter, you, you'll see where Paul's prayer for the church is that they not only know with their head the love that we've been singing about, but that they know it. And there's absolutely no way that we know in the depth of our being the love of God for each of us unless God gives us a revelation, unless God speaks to us, unless God indeed enters into our heart takes that heart of stone and makes it a heart of flesh. And that's our prayer, that these the songs that we sing bring us to a place that, that what Augustine called, Augustine was a Christian a long, long time ago, like in the 3rd, 4th century, back when there wasn't a United States, there wasn't a Presbyterian church, there wasn't even a Roman Catholic church. In, those, in Augustine's day, it was just a church. And... and He said, we get to a point where words are no longer sufficient. Where the the prose moves to poetry and then beyond. But we can't be silent. The love is too great. We, We recognize, we feel it, we experience it, we know it. But we can't be silent. So our response, Augustine said, was just jubilation. After we sang those three hymns together, my 11-year-old son looked, uh, came, uh, said to me, oh, I'm lightheaded. And I'm like, oh, that's good. That's what we should be when we come to the manger. We should be lightheaded. It should make our head explode because we cannot comprehend that which is incomparable, incomprehensible. We cannot grasp that which is uncontainable unless God gives us a gift to have it not in our head, but in our soul. May that be our prayer for one another, our prayer for ourselves, that this love that we've been singing about, this love that we've been preparing for, this Advent season would indeed take root, would be born again in our souls and it would make a difference it would show and everywhere we go that we would be a people about love and nothing else and then when people see us encounter us they see experience the love of Jesus because it's rooted in our soul and we couldn't get rid of it even if we wanted to This is the love that we celebrate. That God demonstrates for us that He sent His one and only Son to become like us, to die for us. Now, may we abide in that love. Let's pray. Gracious God, We do give you praise and honor. We marvel. We are overwhelmed. We are indeed lightheaded when we consider your love for us, for each one of us. Speak to us in this moment. Help us put aside those things that that block us from receiving your love. Continue to to prepare our very souls, enlighten the eyes of our heart so that indeed we will receive the gift of Christmas and we will live it every day. Do what is necessary in us individually and do what is necessary in us as a people, as a community. Free us so that we might indeed Sing your song wherever we go. 
And gracious God, we lift up to you one another. We give you thanks for the birth of two babies uh, related to this uh, congregation, and Graham Cook and Tony Stockdale. We ask your healing hand upon Jennifer McKinney in the hospital, Barbara Houston in the hospital. And we pray for our brother Shamel in Mosul, Iraq, who had to flee Iraq this week because of persecution and death threats. Father, we we lift up to you not only one another here, but our brothers and sisters around the world. And we join in one voice with Augustine, who was a Christian a long time ago and all that were with him, with Shemel now fleeing from persecution in Sweden, from Iraq, with our brothers and sisters here and around the world, throughout the ages. And we come before you and praying the words that Jesus taught us to pray. And again, we pray that, that these words would not be words just from our head and our mouth, but from our very soul. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Please join me in prayer. Gracious God, as you have given to us, so now we have the wondrous privilege of giving back to you. Receive this offering. Receive this offering as it represents not only what is in the plate, but represents our whole life and soul given unto you. In in jubilation, we seek to give unto you as a cheerful, generous giver, just as you give unto us. We praise you, dear gracious God. Receive these gifts for your wondrous plan here and around the world. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Love was redefined forever when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Joy entered the world as the earth received her king. Only the heart of God and the obedience of the Son could set this plan in motion. Only love could write this story. How great his love, how great our joy. general manager and uh, what uh, and, and y'all are batting cleanup and I'm uh, excited because tomorrow you're going to hit a home run and uh, and they did the,
Now, I think clapping is like what Augustine was talking about, jubilation. You know, it's, it's sound, it's motion, but it's beyond intelligible word. It's really what the, we're joining with the trees as they clap their hands. And uh, clapping un, unto God. I also do uh, thank, too, some of the you know, 